Check out the guests. We're about to bring in. We're good friends. We're connected on LinkedIn. No overthinking, just over drinking. No overthinking, just over drinking. Beers and beers, drink away your fears. Let's chit chat for 42 years. Let's hope things don't get too weird. Now it's time for beers and beers and beers. Today we'll be drinking Modelo Negra, a classic drink with a rich flavor and refined taste, much like our next guest. He's a Los Angeles native with an upbringing in entertainment, but now he's making waves as an entrepreneur with his own clothing line. He is the one and only James Cowart. James Cowart in the building. What's poppin'? Oh man, we're we're chillin'. We're chillin'. Uh, where are you joining us from today, James? Um, I came here after work, but originally started out from Burbank today. Nice. And that's where you're from, correct? Yes. Grew up in Burbank. Been there since 03. 03. Anywhere, but where were you at before then? Before that, I was in Atlanta. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So you got some, like, years in in Atlanta. Like, you were, you were you know... Mm. Growing up a little bit, um, you know. I essentially grew up like in seven Atlanta. years old. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was there till I was nine. No cap. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cultural differences. Yeah. L. A. and Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. Everybody is genuinely nice. Like everyone just comes off of like a nice persona, from how mm. I remember it. Mm. And you were also a little kid. It's kind of rude <laughs> to be a dick to a little kid. Well, like, even that, but just, like, just seeing how interactions were yeah, compared to interactions here. Because mm. if you do a lot of people watching, you can see some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. 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 Atlanta's cool. I, like, there, there are certain, like, cities you go to and, like, you can, like, feel a distinct vibe. And Atlanta is definitely one of those cities. Definitely one. This is why you buy an OtterBox. Phone is A-OK. Oh, let's go. Something's clicking. It's like a, yeah. an animal of sorts. No, it's the, the blocking we put up on the windows. Oh, is it the windows? Yeah, it's... I might... I have half a mind to just rip it down. I think that's gonna probably have to happen. The sun's going down. The sun's going down. We don't need it. Piers and Beers now with video. What's up? With What's video. Up? Good. Uh, so, so if James, you're listening, then you can't... Uh, experience the green screen so you just have to do it with the clicking so james you grew up in burbank mostly mm-hmm. and your your mom is uh in the industry correct yes that is correct yeah what what was that like kind of like being in it from a young age um actually that's a great question my mom she how i've just known my mom Right, oh, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like how, uh, how did you guys meet? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, she was just doing this entertainment thing. It was like, it was pretty cool. But it was actually really cool. Like, her doing entertainment, she really just showed me, like, oh, like, if you're passionate of just showcasing your art, mm. you'll find a way to make it work for you. Mm. That was really cool growing up with That's that That's a good mindset to, like, have to be, like, you know, to be instilled with... Uh, you know, just like it's it's like applying yourself to anything, you know, it's like if you really see it through, you know, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, that's you got to That's inspirational, Paul. Yeah. Well, that'd be good. I feel like that'd be, uh, I don't know, good to like 
for in, from that perspective, from like in like working in entertainment, like in within that realm, like a you know a vote of confidence. Yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna. Uh, and there it goes. Ow. <laughs> Damn. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're official over here. We taped up some cardboard over the window. Didn't even need it. I, I respect the grind. Yeah. Yeah. You know? We prepare for you, James. We prepare for you. So what what exactly did your mom do? My mom, she was a comedian for how I started my memories with her, mm. just being me as a person. So just watching her go from comedy into theatrical and then make her way into TV and film was pretty cool because she always, she just self-taught herself. Like she was really hungry and just found ways of always moving across into the different industries. Hmm. Yeah. And she she hosts that uh, that mic in Pasadena, right? Mm-hmm. What What is that? Ice House? Hey, no? you, she used to host at the Ice House. Mm. Okay. Now she's up in a new location, but you can follow her at the Nancy Bellamy Comedy Store. Okay, mm. nice. It's pretty lit. Nice, nice. So she started comedy and then theater... And then into more of like a producer role or? She really does everything. It's really cool. My mom, she's a writer. Like now she, mm. she writes her own stuff. She nice. directs. She produces it. And she stars in her own film. Wow. My mom is like, she, she what Tyler Perry is doing, my mom could do it so much better. Oh, wow. I'm nice. Very shots shots fired that. at Tyler Perry. Let's go. <laughs> well, we should have her on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Jack of all trades, you know, taking on all the important roles. Or not, not, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, everything's important, but I mean, like the, you know, above the line, yeah, crushing it all. That's right. So, and you, you were like in the child acting game a little bit. Yeah. Up. When we moved to Burbank to LA, like, just mm-hmm. ended up doing more stuff because I started in Atlanta doing stuff. Was really how I see Atlanta and acting. For me, that was just like a quick taste, quick training mm. ground. But coming to L.A., L.A. was a whole different playing field. I wasn't really expecting to be working in entertainment from when I was a kid. I've never thought of that mm. as a thing. But coming out here and just being blessed with the opportunity of being connected with an agency, mm. and an agency, they were doves. Yeah. The Savage Agents. The Savage Agency. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was with them from... Shoot, what was that like? Oh three, all the way up to dang, dang, twenty thirteen. So, so you you have a a portfolio. You got some experience. Yeah. Well, what's like your general take on just like child acting? Like, I know a bunch of people go through that and become like a total weirdo. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. don't seem that weird. Uh, <laughs> so um. far, we'll see how the rest of the podcast <laughs> goes, but. But yeah, like what what was that like? That that whole just scene in general. Um that whole scene is just seeing everybody's persona, who they are as a person. Hmm. At the end of the day, like we all do the same thing, but like the cool thing about what we do is like we get to be who we are. Hmm. And just being in that environment, it's really it's really cool to see cuz it it meshes really well, but you see some funny things. Oh, yeah. Funny things like what? Well, <laughs> Like, I love how the pool of, like, actors that a production would use between their principal actors 
and their extras uh-huh. just off of the this disparity that they're paid. Oh, really? Hmm. The ones so who are playing roles, they're those are the ones who are being pampered, who are getting right. the good pay. They have their own spot. There goes another one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Keeping it uh, ratchet up in here. It's <laughs> pretty pretty good out here. Ear. Yeah, but that's crazy though. So like you disparity, like 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 just seeing like uh, I don't know, like like clear like I don't know favoritism. F- yeah, like favoritism, like like. I among mean, like between like the the folks who were working with and like other you know other child like actors not child actors but like actors that were like around you know yeah but it kind of makes sense like if mm. you think about it from I mean, an advertising business, standpoint you know? yeah yeah so it's like that for that industry it works that way mm. everybody knows the role that they're playing right but it's like it's really cool to grow up and see it from the principal side and right. then learn about how it functions did as that, a business way sure sure yeah well i was just curious like did that like influence like the i don't know the uh environment on set like i don't know how, how like was, was there a lot of like uh interaction between like everybody was everybody like just cool like you know yeah like, everybody was thing? cool oh that's everyone good. was that's doing good. their job yeah. like it was it was going on set is one of the best things ever mm. this is like it's Everybody's there for the same common goal. Right. And then in between said work, everybody's all on a very laxed wave of just having the flow go. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, I guess it's kind of that, like, element of, like, anybody that's, like, there is just, like, stoked to be there, you know? Well, you would hope so. Yeah. Right, right, Cause, right. Like, so. Yeah, because, like, as a kid, you're there. You are essentially doing a different form of school. You're doing the amount that just, like what they can squeeze in legally for mm. production schedules right. and also what they need for education levels mm-hmm. from outside of it. Right. So what, what does that process look like as far as like making sure uh, these kids are not, not being schooled, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like it's just mandatory that there is, I remember doing three hours of school on set. Three hours. Three, that's jealous. Sweet. Well, I was homeschooled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> twenty four hours of school. So so it was like thirty minutes, and I'm out. But for the public yeah. school listening audience, they'd probably be a little, little jealous of you. The di- the days are long. I mean, the days are long. Valid, but like, I kind of did grow up in the public school environment. Yeah, yeah. So it's like true. Let me eat that and have that comfortably. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know if there would be any like resentment harbored. But uh I, re- I resent you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you were homeschooled. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, you were <laughs> But you were, you know, in LA with the mm. cool, beautiful people. That's just mm. uh, that's just the blessing of living in LA. Or the mm. curse. Depending how you act upon it. Mm. Mm. How did you act upon it? <laughs> Not crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. pretty much it. Look at this guy. <laughs> this guy is sane as fuck. Yeah. Yo, Hollywood's a trip. It, it can it can eat at your personality. Like if you really just care about just moving up and only about yourself. Yeah. It's really easy to fall down a rabbit hole and see 
all the different stuff that you're seeing nowadays. Did I, you did you see that like uh, with your peers like uh, in that setting? Um, the ones who I naturally kept up around from within the industry and just friendship just from back home, they're doing actually pretty well. One of my homies, he's um, he's a recurring role on General Hospital, hmm. and also does other productions throughout the year. He everybody all knows him as the kid from Reese's Puff commercial. Oh, oh the, wow. the, the rap, the rapper, Reese's Puffs. No, oh, Reese. Reese's, wow. Puff, Reese's Puffs. Ooh, peanut butter chocolate flavor. Wow, that's that my friend yeah. Taj Bello. Nice. Taj that must have been. That mm-hmm. must have like felt great, like being like, oh, I was in like the cool commercial. <laughs> you know what I mean? How many commercials come out and it's like all like wacky, that, zany things, that but like that iconic. one hit. Yeah. Does he have a recording career as well? Because like uh, he has some flow. You know. <laughs> I mean, the boy can sing. I really don't know if he has any any music done. I really hope he does. <laughs> But for what his success within the industry, I'm more than confident his singing and his music mm. skills has yeah. gone far. Because he used to play sax. I remember we were in bands mm. together. So oh, he nice. He's like a quadruple threat, this guy. It's when you grow up as a child actor in Hollywood, the main goal is to learn different skill sets, to play different roles. Mm. And, and as a trade-off, it really does benefit you just for later on. Mm. Yeah, well, and it just puts up your social capital, too, because uh, if you know someone who could play sax, that person is automatically just, like, 80% cooler. <laughs> <laughs> facts. It is true. Facts. That is true. Well, I mean, like, you, like you, when you're encouraged to kind of, like, have, like, a... Multi talents and just the arts, it just mm. like uh, builds your personality in a sense. Well, what uh, what other skills did you accrue in that mm. process uh, outside of what instrument did you play? <laughs> instrument or instruments? Oh, I love clips music. for sure. That was a, that was worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which. Um, so my first instrument, very, very first instrument was piano. I started okay. piano when I was five. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Young Average, age. Very yeah. young. Yeah. Yeah. You know, hot crust buns. Oh, of course. <laughs> Who doesn't know that? <laughs> that one's a bop. How long, how long did you, did you continue like playing it? Like, uh, um, or, or did you jump around? I kind of dubbed myself, but Hey, we're mm. kids. Like can't really judge a kid's mm. decision. But I only kept it up for like a year uh-huh. and then stopped. And then the next time I really had picked up an instrument was sixth grade. Hmm. And it was. Please it tell was us. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm like, <laughs> what was the instrument? Come on. It was a trombone. Oh, oh nice. You look like a tromboner. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Mad tromboner vibes. I wish I, like, played trombone. I, like, picked... I, like, messed around on, on a friend's one, so I just, like, popped my mouthpiece and was, like, ripping on it, but it was tough to, like... You have to know how to play with I really slide. wanted to know how to do it, but I was like, man, I can't just, like, hop on, you know? Yeah. And the lip strength. Yeah. It really do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. At first, I remember when I was handed it, I wanted to play saxophone. That was my goal instrument. Like, we had to take this little this little test to see what side of the music spectrum mm-hmm. you fall on. 
and then they'll place you for those voicings. Oh, interesting. interesting. I was really hoping for saxophone when I saw trombone. I was like, what? I got <laughs> oh, the one no. where it's like the slide. <laughs> trombone is a dope-ass instrument. Yeah. I agree with you. Y'all know your stuff. Trombone's the real deal. Paul knows his stuff. I'm, I'm pretty illiterate when it comes to music. Oh, yeah? Well... Not a lot of, not a lot of horn music. No, I, I played uh, cello in oh, yeah? sixth grade, but um, the the orchestra teacher, Mrs. Gill, she did not like me. Oh, she no, did not no. like me. I, I was coming there like it was like the only class I went to public school for. And, you know, it was my time to shine because the rest of the time I'm just with my siblings, you know. So I came there, and uh, you know, I made my presence known, and she did not like that—not one bit, not one bit. So, if you're listening to this, Mrs. Gill, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Come on, what the fuck, Mrs. Gill. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like that's—it's another like uh, environment in itself. It's like you know, the the being in like a school band. It's mad funny, like the uh, I don't know, just like the. Uh, there's, there's, like, funny, like, interactions. I feel like it's similar to, like, a, I don't know, an acting troupe or something, or, like, a, or a, people on set or something like that, you know? It's, like, you know who's there and is, like, really about it, you know, who's just, like, in the class, you know, <laughs> just, like, skating by, just, like, doing it for whatever reason, you know? And, uh, but also, on that note, uh, Mrs. Gill, uh, band director's important, too, much like a director on a set. You know, it really sets the tone for like the success of the band. Well, she, you know? well, she you need the conductor. The conductor's the most important instrument to yeah. the band. Yeah. Yeah. Without that person waving that wand that everyone thinks is like, what are they doing? They got to hold it down. You know? They're keeping everything in hold. Yeah. I guess so. She didn't need to be so aggressive towards me. I mean, that shit. No, I mean, that's that's negative. You don't want negative energy yeah. on She was set giving me either. negative energy. And you yeah. know what? I'm kind of giving negative energy right now because I'm being so spiteful. Yeah, that's not, that's Mrs. not Gil. So spiteful. Hey, Mrs. Gill, no hard feelings. I hope you're doing well. Let's be more thankful that you ripped trombone. So how long were you playing trombone for? Um, I did trombone. Technically, I did trombone all the way up to my junior year of high school. Oh, However, nice. within that, I've played, I picked up and played baritone the euphonium nice baritone sax oh baritone brass oh baritone brass so like uh oh oh, it was like the yeah i went from three valve to four valve yeah 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 and then like yeah like the mini tubas yeah 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 i I know what you're saying yeah what is it called uh i don't fucking remember it's the euphonium also euphonium euphonium. yeah there's they're two they play the same exact left same exact like think yeah yeah like finger combination yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. Two different names makes no sense. They're just designed differently. Yeah. So they hit a different. But it's pretty cool. That's that's great. Yeah. That's great. And you're you're doing music now, right? Yes. Doing a little, little bit of like uh, production. Um. Yes. Yeah, so I've been in production, and I've also started playing my church band. Nice. nice. What are you playing? Cool. That. Funny enough, I joined the team to be doing like guitar slash singing. Nice. Ended up being, I'm now one of their, like, reoccurring bass players. Oh, like, cool. I picked up bass guitar Sweet. at the start of January. It's good stuff, isn't started. it? It's dope. Fellow bass player, yeah. nice. I spent, because, like, I, I grew up playing Let's bass go. line, but when it came to string instruments, I was guitar. I've been, mm. been playing guitar since I was 12. Wow. Yeah, And then just yeah. bass guitar for three months now. 
And oh shit! We'll have to set up a jam, it's dude. Let's I'm fucking down. jam sometime. That yeah. sounds great. Steven Dave. will get in and uh, you know, spit some, some bars, right? Do quick. some bars, yeah. <laughs> you know, you gotta uh, give us a take on the uh, the Piers and Beers theme song. Oh yeah. What would you what would you bring to the table? Ah, uh, I could bring, as I like the little vibe that it has. Yeah, it's a little bouncy, it, it, right? It is, y'all. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, inviting, it's, maybe it's like fun. Oh. We're we're trying to yeah. put out a fun <laughs> vibe. What fun. do you think, listeners? Fun. Are we fun? Are we fun? Click the fun button. Right here. <laughs> right here. Maybe if we get around to it. There's a lot of editing. What do y'all put Tons. a plan to put on here? Uh, what, the word fun. Sure. Well, we're open to ideas. There's a lot to uh, play around with. You got any suggestions? It can be literally anything you want. But let's try not to have any. We uh, should have like nude images. Like a no, display no, no. of just like deer across landscape. They're already bouncing through the field, like gazelles. Like Ooh. just, just like ooh. Deer or or chilling chilling in the woods like they are now. Maybe one is slowly <laughs> eating from the grass. And it looks up and then it goes back down. Oh. And it looks up. We're never we're gonna find this clip, you know. And then <laughs> <laughs> that's the game. <laughs> then I get shot. Fuck. Oh. <gasps> Damn. But <laughs> it's okay because deer are overpopulating mm-hmm. the United States. And wow, is funny. that true? Well, that's, that's I mean that's I feel what like that's gotta be way less deer than that's ever the right hunter's now. rationale. It it's is. Like it you're, is you're, you're doing like now. a population control with how many <laughs> cities and developed land? You think All right, that's like. Many but what about the places that like have a lot of land and that's yeah? yeah. It's like overgrazing. That's where the the deer population's at. And I mean, overgrazing. Like yo, one one kill supplies you with like yeah, three or four months of meat. That's a well lot if you use it, if you use it, I think that's I mean much that's the whole point. I'm cool with you I'm cool with you hunting if you're actually using it. Yeah, meat. yeah. 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 Because you're not out there just shooting just to be shooting. Or like if somebody like yeah. eats it, I guess. If if you're like <laughs> killing <laughs> elephants food. on like uh, yeah. African safari, that's Come on. pretty fucked up. Why would you do that, Chad? Like yeah, all the all the little stories of just like People in safari, like hunting safaris and getting mauled. Like, like Yo, right? I'm it's like, like wow, you earned just it. How it goes. <laughs> Thank you, Sergio. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's like you goofy. So you're hunting a tiger, dude. Like, get the fuck out of here. So, so here's a hard hitting question: Have you ever killed an animal? Ooh. I have not, but if it was for hunting purposes, like I would feel like the emotional trauma mm. layer. <laughs> But I'm confident I could do it if it was for me to eat. Yeah, yeah. Let's be realistic. Yeah. But I love them, and I I really don't know if I can. We'll see. All right, Piers and Beers, hunting edition, coming up. Coming up. I had uh, fun shooting a gun, like, in a range, you know? But I don't know if I'd go out and, like... Take a life? Kill that deer. Yeah, I've, n- I've never been in the position... Uh, our former roommate Trevor, he loved killing those motherfuckers. I mean, but like, if if I'm doing it for to eat the to eat it and store it, I'm a okay with Gotta going into the shop. I mean, we eat meat. Yeah, come on, come on. So I'm now. cool with it. Yeah, I haven't done it yet, but I want to try. Yeah, yeah. That that's a good point. I hear that's how you become a man. <laughs> oh, first I just want to. Yeah, I see little like six year old girls yeah. doing it. 
If that's becoming a man and shit, they're more <laughs> badass than we are. Mm, they are. They are. It's true. It's true. So, so you you were in the entertainment game from a young age. When did you kind of like feel the impetus to like pivot away? Uh, and and when you went to school for business, right? Mm. Yeah, so I actually did feel that, that pivot away around my end of freshman year of college. Mm. I was like, wow, like I could actually just enjoy what it is to feel like and be like just a student, just ah, exactly like everybody else. Right. Ah. Right. And like as an actor, do you feel like there's kind of like a separation from like just like the normal wave yes yes Mm. there is a definite separation it's interesting how like the acting experience plays out in just a normal social world because then it just ties in just what type of crowd can you be around Mm. right right so Freshman year of college, you were trying to pivot away from that. Was that because you kind of felt that separation? No, it was more so just I wanted to not have to worry about going into Santa Monica or Hollywood for auditions. Right. Because mm-hmm. I, like, yeah, like, I had wanted to go to school away from L.A. and just, like, do that experience. Instead, like, it was kind of forced, but at the end of the day, like, it did kind of work out because I ended up coming to Pepperdine to try out for the volleyball team. And then... What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Sick. Sick. I didn't know volleyball. that either. Volleyball. Yeah. So, so we're sitting with an athlete right now. I I am a... I would not lie. I'm a good athlete. Well, I'm not going to yeah. sit here and talk about, the, oh, how I could have been. On <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll, we'll, the next volleyball star... We'll definitely <laughs> reminisce about our uh, our loss in the championship of uh, that. I'll of always a- talk a- about a- the that. Shit hurts. Intramural football championship at Pepperdine. Ooh, intramural uh, football. Yes. Yeah. Yo. What? Pass me the ball, Armani. I'm wide open. I'm wide open. Yo, the- I know I'm not as big as my cousin Alex, but I have good hands. Yes. And I'm wide open. <laughs> he failed to you. Yo, I would. I I dog. I can. I was running like a 4-4-40 at that time. Damn. And I'm Holy hiking shit. the ball, and the man it still doesn't give me the ball. He, he doesn't give me the ball. Every time he gave me the ball, I would pick up 15 yards and everywhere, but like, Maybe you should how do that did more. you just run so fast? Damn. Armani never passed. He liked uh, Kenny as the yes. target. He, pretty much every play, <laughs> Kenny. I remember he tried to, the one, one of the few times he looked my way, it was like a shovel pass. Went over my head, interception. Oh, my. Oh, The no. only times he would throw interceptions is when he... Threw it to anyone else? Anybody else. <laughs> it was annoying. He, he was I'm, I'm, I'm sorry now. to be throwing this shade <laughs> at That's Armand. hilarious. I love him, but, like, yo, I, I wanted to run QB. Oh, bro, I wanted to run <laughs> I got a golden arm. I could throw the ball over them mountains, man. Over them mountains. Dog, I could also evade any linebackers coming at me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The QB is the director of the football field, right? <laughs> exactly. If not the coach, I mean, I don't know. Then who'd the coach yeah. be? 
We didn't have a we coach. You don't need a coach. For, like, no, I'm just well. saying. Like, we should have. Phil should have been our coach. Oh yeah, yeah. He he <laughs> had a good sense for the game, and he just liked to play. Yeah. That's how I give him well, that. Well, like uh, his frustrations paralleled mine, so like I could feel that we were on the <laughs> same page. That that dude could ball too. Yeah. Yo, leave it to Armani to have you and RD just like feel like brothers in a situation. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> he brought us together in a strange sense, but but it seems like he's doing good stuff uh, with his uh, preaching and uh, yeah, he's done with school. Yeah, he just finishes JD. What the masters in law? Divinity. He law. got his really? law degree. What? Armani's a lawyer. This is gonna be. So, so out of context for anyone who's listening. Who is Armani? They're going to be thinking, but that's okay. It's all right. This is just a nice recalling session of Pepperdine experiences. Sure, sure, sure. Especially to our listeners in Iowa. Do you know what Pepperdine is, listeners? I don't know Armani. (laughs) 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 This guy's got no idea what's going on. Oops. It's all right. And I enjoyed the conversation, so you're welcome, listeners. You got we got into this because you tried out for the Pepperdine volleyball team and they didn't accept you, pricks. No, no resentment there. No, no bad insight. Honestly, it was I wish I understood the concept of film a lot earlier. Mm. Because had I I only played volleyball for two years Mm. and then was like, oh, I can play D1 volleyball. Because at the time, volleyball was really not that popular. I see. And me coming in from 14 years of basketball experience. And at the time, I was too small. I'm a slow grower. So I was like, I went into high school at 4 feet 11 (laughs) and started freshman year at like 5'3". Holy shit. Oh, damn, yeah. And you're like six now, right? Wow. Years old. (laughs) <laughs> youngin Peers and beers <laughs> <laughs> It's kid beer We got that kinder beer <laughs> Kinder so, beer garden So is so volleyball is what Like gave you the Inkling to come to Pepperdine Or or were you gonna come regardless Um it was The number one Aspect of why I wanted to go to Pepperdine Cause really I had wanted to go to SDSU Cause originally I wanted to get Experience away from out LA. of town, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. You did, in a sense, Malibu's own no, bubble. It's, but it's, it's the home. Yeah. I where Malibu starts, my area code ends. Right. Ah. And right. I, like, I have shot like, I remember shooting a gig. I, well, I had learned when I went to Pepperdine that I ended up shooting a gig when I was a kid, like in high school, at a restaurant at the start of Zuma Beach. I was like, oh wait, whoa, yeah. this oh, is where wow. this is at. I was like, that's crazy. That's hilarious. That's crazy. What, do you remember what the gig was? It was for Humalog. It was a mm. print nice. modeling contract. Oh, wow. So I remember I like mm. shot on at like UCLA, like Mount St. I believe for sure UCLA. I don't know if we use Mount St. Mary's campus. Huh. But we use Spruzos in Malibu. Oh, yeah. I've been to that spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's right on Canaan, uh, right? No, no, that's on, like, uh, PCH. PCH. Well, right but, it's, it's at, but it's, like, Canaan and PCH, right? No, it's Not over Kanan. by Zuma Beach, right across the street from the start of Zuma. Yeah, it's, like, way, way up Come there. on, bro. I don't know what the road is that, that it meets. 
Sorry, I, w- I work at a Joffrey's and I never go further. Oh, uh, you're you're geeking. <laughs> I, All yes. the good scenery is north of that. Oh, it gets so much Shots better fired. the more you go out. I've been, I've been before. Okay, I've. Were I have you a, a true car. student? I don't know. I mean, well, I didn't have a car until. Neither did it's I. good scenery though. You take it the is bus? good scenery. Or you just have friends. I should have friends. I didn't see. I didn't have. You friends. You gotta make friends. Yeah, it's a dub if you make friends. Yeah, big. Yeah. It's, big, big I mean, big it's dub. it's yeah. like key because otherwise yeah. you're gonna <laughs> just trap there. I I did take the bus a lot though. Uh, I take the bus to Santa Monica all the time. Yeah, yeah. for a dollar fifty. Yeah, no, I can go into SM and have my fun. Your fun. My fun. What did that entail? Just enjoying the Santa Monica lifestyle because mm-hmm. pe- like not Pepperdine but. Malibu is very quiet. No yeah. cap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot at all. Nobody's, you know, out and about. It's like everybody's just kind of stuck in their place. Well, that's and that's it. That's Malibu all. Malibu that is where you go to get away from what's going on. Or unless you go live to Pepperdine. There. Yeah, or you go to Pepperdine, and you got to be there. You're gonna be there a lot. Yeah. You can't leave. Nothing you can do about it. I just, <laughs> I love how we keep going away. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We go to this is hilarious. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, to fully wrap up this point now, damn. <laughs> just wrap it up. You applied playing I just volleyball. Realized, yeah, I came to Pepper and Sully for like the volleyball team. Yeah. Because like I could have, was planning to do the same exact things that I did at any other school. Mm. I was still actually was still trying to play volleyball at every school, but you fell into business. Yeah, how I did came. you enjoy the business track? It was cool because I originally started school to study for dental school, oh. alongside with getting my bachelor's and some type of business, like applicable degree. Yeah, yeah. So I actually dental ended school. up yeah. Hmm. So I came in originally for all the schools I applied, like as an economics major, mm-hmm. and was building. The either if they had a pre dental program or I was building my own pre dental route. You got good teeth. Thank you. The smile says a lot about a person. <laughs> True. It does. It does. Jeez. Uh-huh. You look like you brush your teeth one to two times a day. Oh yeah, I take care of them. Yeah, floss. Mm-hmm. Okay, respectable. I floss when I can, which is you know hopefully every night. I would hope. That. <laughs> and they say if you don't floss your teeth. At night, it's like going to bed with like a plate of food. That's there's so much bacteria <laughs> in between your. Damn, I I do sometimes I do go to bed with a plate of food. You know, it <laughs> don't. I mean, I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> I mean, all right. If you want to be the lazy root, use Sensodyne. Sensodyne mm, is Sensodyne. a dub of toothpaste because it doesn't repair your enamel, but it holds your enamel from where it's at. Right, like, right. Like you can't repair. Yeah, you can't repair, yeah. but you can hold it. Yeah. Fuck. And it just. Gives you so many good benefits. And it helps wow. whiten your teeth and all that. Uh, Brought meters. to you by Sensodyne. Sensodyne. <laughs> Sensodyne. Yeah, yeah, your boy used to work in a dental office. That was cool. I was going to say, you seem to know your stuff. Yeah. And like, I was not just so a so out here like, oh, I was a you, dental You school. were really trying to get yeah. into the dental field. Mm-hmm. You're, you're good with your oral, huh? I'm really good with my words. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> but but you didn't go that route. Uh, yeah, had too much fun in college. 
Is that what it was? Yeah. You they, lost I, your way. No, it's literally like, am, do I want to spend all the hours studying for the science courses? Because what I was putting in already wasn't enough to give me the grades. I was like, all right, like that's just either having a social life or grinding for three years. Hmm. I was like, well, if I really want to do this, because the whole goal of why I was doing the dental is because I wanted to run my own dental franchise. The only way how I had originally learned it on myself was that I needed a license in DDS with an orthodontistry specialty and like getting business. Hmm. And you said, nah. I said nah to getting the science degree aspect hmm. and still continuing the mission just through a different route. So, so do you still want to... Go the dental route? Yes, if I could, my goal is to like provide dental care to anybody and everybody for an affordable price and come up with ways, very creative ways to exchange the goods. Because, like I said, the smile says a lot about a person. Mm. And, like, a very happy person is always going to smile. When a person who isn't confident within their smile and they want to smile more, it's literally like if you if you feel you have a good smile it'll help you get through whatever you're getting through Hmm. i want to give that that blessing to a lot of people because it can help a lot of people out yeah yeah man i'll tell you what when i see someone with bad teeth I hate him automatically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the first thing you oh look at. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But you you think about it. You're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I mean, not that we want to be judgmental here on Pierce no. and Beers. But, you know, like you said, a smile says a lot about it for someone. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But... But now you're uh, you're kind of going into uh, you know uh, entrepreneurial role with uh, your brand. What mm-hmm. can you tell us about your brand? All right. So I've been working with a friend. We have coming in with the whole business aspect side. This brand, it's it represents a lifestyle, a vibe, if you will. A vibe, if you will. It can either be past or present, and with both, it's really an unlock of what it is. Purebred Los Angeles, it's it's two names to it. It's two meanings. One is living and surviving off of the hustle and the struggle and just going through to make ends meet. And then the other aspect of purebred is attaining the lifestyle of what you believe you should be aspiring to be. Mm. Hold on, let me soak that in for a second. Yeah, I'm, I'm absorbing. I'm absorbing. Okay, okay, okay. So, so oh, so there's roots <laughs> to then, then to like you know, it's it's based in Los Angeles, right? Like that mm-hmm. has its own connotation, right? Like, uh, I guess like the, I don't know. It's it's a pretty hardworking environment, especially like you know for something like say a brand, you know, like it's. You know, it's the place to be. You want to be, like, moving things forward and, you know, um, embracing that, like, I don't know, almost like a, a sense of freedom, like, in, like, uh, expression. You know what I mean? Like, everybody, or not everybody, but, like, people out here to do creative things. 
um, which, you know, like really pushing like a, you know, like a brand, right? Um, that's creative in itself, right? So it's kind of like, I don't know, it fosters like that kind of... Uh, uh, Entrepreneurial like, spirit. Yeah, the spirit and, and uh, like like unity, you know? which is what you want mm-hmm. when you want folks to be, you know, behind like a, a brand is more so like a cause, you know? Right. So what, what was the like, uh, conception behind that? Like, uh, like why did you want to make like a, a clothing line, a brand in the first place? Um, as it really started with meeting my friend, it was right after essentially I had, just graduated college and I moved into Woodland Hills in the spot that I was living at in the condo. Met a um what was a family of like five brothers and sisters. It was really cool to meet. Like all the way from the mom to the kids. Like cause mm-hmm. I they're all my same age. Mm-hmm. And one of the brothers, he was just like they all seemed like really happy to meet someone like me and I was like also really happy to meet mm. a group of people like them and the brother he came to me he's like yeah you're like you seem really smart like he asked me about some books to read told some books like he read them I was like damn actually like pretty cool with this like I, I like your energy and so I was like alright like I see you're hungry you actually want to learn more and I was like I want to be able to help you and see where you can go with what you're doing and yeah, so he like concepted the idea on his own. He already had this idea prior to us going into agreement to work together. Like uh, the mm. designs and everything. The design and the essentially the start of the vision. The vision is derived off of his initial idea. Mm. Why don't we? Why don't we show? Yeah, the let's shirt? show. Yeah, show let's shirt? do it. Do the honors. <laughs> we have our very own. Yeah, and he's giving it to us. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So small. This is one of Check our here. beginnings. Yeah, just like block me up. Oh, my fault. No, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> nice. Ooh, and it's, I want to see. It's a comfortable material too. Yeah. Ooh, purebred. Ooh, yeah, that feels great. Check it out. Check it out. What's this that? One of our what do we got? This is our purebred baseline. Hell yeah. What What is this thing going on? Lost in this and right here. This is our bando character. Nice. She got those wings. It's Whoa. soaring. It's flying it's all through hand the air. Hand drawn. My homie draws this from his own. Oh, that's right. That's that's really clean. That's nice. that's really clean. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I like the lines through it. You know. I want that. I want that. Oh yeah, definitely. Very cool. Get low with some. We're at Purebred Los Angeles on Instagram. We'll Purebred the, Los we'll Angeles. Put the link in the bio. No doubt. No doubt. So. So you you helped like launch this uh, from the ground. What does that process look like? If we have like uh, listeners who are trying to you know get on their entrepreneurial grind, trying to start their own uh, line or business or something like that, what 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 is like the step by step process kind of? Um, understand what you're trying to do. And then figure out what you need to do. What do you have? What are you capable of doing? And what are you missing? Hmm. And then from there, it's 
if you're going to do it for yourself, make sure you know how to protect yourself and do what you're doing. And if you're going into a partnership, then it's very smart to, even if if y'all friends, very smart to go into a contractual agreement at the time Mm. just to make sure it's like, all right, like, I don't want business to mess up a friendship. Mm. So you both agree to terms at that time. And whatever anything happens with that, you can settle it based off of that. So is that what you guys did? No, did not. However, <laughs> I just say like for advice for everyone else, it's very smart. Just understand the power mm. contracts. Contracts aren't a bad thing. They can actually end up being a positive thing to help make like reiterate what things are. Right. Yeah. Because if it, if everything's vague, then it's like uh, there's a lot of potential wiggle room. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. There could be yeah. miscommunication. Parties taking yeah. advantage of parties, stuff yeah. like that. And like you don't want to feed that type of Environment. image. Right. And yeah. And so, yeah. like you can save a lot of that solely just through contracts. And if once you once you do that. Pretty much good, but if you're really gonna take the entrepreneurial path, you have to understand your first few businesses are going to fail, but you're gonna have to take mm. the failures of your early attempts and learn from them. Mm. No one's really successful in their first try. Is this your first try? This is still me just being an entrepreneur and just learning different things right. to do, right? Because outside mm. of doing fashion, like I work in technology i do music i'm still have a lot of training in acting Mm -hmm. like me doing anything that i want in an entrepreneurial aspect i really can do whatever i want that's the beauty of doing so much training very Mm -hmm. early as a kid just being used to doing a bunch of different things you get older you already are able to do so much and then learning new things doesn't really seem that difficult yeah, and you really enjoy it because it's like, oh, all these things are just gonna help me for the same goal. Right, right. It's like you know, just uh, their utility uh, skills. You know, it's like they they all kind of uh, push toward like a at least like a similar uh, know, like the drive you put into it is it, it all kind of accumulates. You know, uh, just like knowledge from like all these different skills. It's like I don't know. It kind right. of like right, and just like understanding. Uh, any industry in particular, like how any uh, business works, you can apply that in a bunch of different areas. So what have you learned from from uh, your venture with Purebred thus far? Um, I've definitely learned to always go into some type of contractual agreement. When money's involved, always go into some contractual agreement. Mm-hmm. That was just very helpful. And communication. Yeah. Yeah. What's, uh, what are some of the, I don't know, like the downfalls that can come about when there's like poor communication? Mm. Um, just without poor communication, it's very easy for either parties to be thinking one way. Because at the end of the day, everybody's going to care about their own investment. They want to make sure that you're good. Let's go, homie. 
Get out of here, Jerry. <laughs> Damn it, Get Jerry. Get the fuck out of here, Jerry. You slice of shit. We're showing uh, we're, we're, dude, we're Rick on and Morty air right now. Jerry. Oh Jerry God. just appeared, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Unbelievable. God damn it. Dude, this slice of shit. No, great guy. He's a good guy. Great guy. He's a good Top guy. Top notch individual. He's a good uh, guy. He's just got to stop fucking bargaining it. Yeah. But that's... That's true. It's like you, for in order for any team to like really succeed and in, in, uh, move forward, BRB. you've got to be on the same page, mm-hmm. you know. And if you're not able to share ideas or something that's like, I don't know. I guess like in theory, as like reasonable or like uh, straightforward as a contract, like you know, then that leaves plenty of room for misinterpretation and like mm-hmm. you know, uh, I don't know, getting into some. Uh, murky waters <laughs> down the line yeah, I, I, I would imagine and sometimes like, it ends up being it's just it's kind of unfortunate yeah. when it comes that way it's just like damn was not even intending for any of this way to happen right this is just like the shittiest way for it to go down yeah but it's also beautiful yeah. within it cause it's like either way I'm really happy to have put in all this effort and mm-hmm. all this work into this because it's still a reflection of what I'm capable of doing. Yeah, of course, of course. And I'm really excited to still see the brand grow. Yeah. Like, I want to see the brand grow. I think it's got plenty of space. I think especially uh, with a with a strong message like you've got, you know, kind of like a, it's almost like a rallying thing, you know, like everybody, you got to, I don't know, uh, I don't want to put, <laughs> put words in your mouth, but like uh, my interpretation is like a, uh, I don't know, like, rallying behind like the hustle you know what i mean and just like loving what you do and doing your best like at all times mm-hmm. you know and like almost like purebred like it's like being true to yourself you know and just like is it does that no. sound right to you Stephen? what do you think i mean that's purebred that like, what's I just, your take I just on walked it? in and how do you the feel end of it, uh, yeah how do you feel like how does it make you like he, he he shared his message what do you think of that like how does that inspire you well, I guess just like the the like crowd you're like trying to market towards are like similar folks with like a streak of you know uh, entrepreneurialism or like grind in like whatever they do. So, but the grind could be in anybody. They could be right. the person who's training to be the next tennis champion. Right. Yeah. It could be the person who's training for to win the next spelling competition. Right. Like spelling competition. What? The grind is anything. Right. 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 Do you ever participate in a B? A spelling B? Spelling B. Yes. yes. Yeah. You're I have good spelling? no I have you I like spelling. I like spelling, <laughs> but I have not participated. Well, here you go. Here's your first opportunity. I want to look up spelling B words. No, no, no. I got you. Spell the word epicureanism. E P I C U R I S M. Oh, you forgot an I N. Oh wait, if ah. so. damn it! Ah. I should have asked for it again. You are disqualified. Oh well. <laughs> I'm curious. Spelling bee words. I'm not gonna look. Gladiolus, gladiolus. I can't even pronounce the word, let alone spell it. Albumin. Uh, Your word is albumin. Albumin? Albumin. Um, the definition is 
the white part of an egg. The white part. <laughs> Can you repeat the word again? Albumen. Albumen. <laughs> I think. <laughs> A L B U. N I N. Here, Al- let me pronounce oh. that word again. <laughs> Albumen. Uh. <laughs> Albumen. <laughs> what about A L B U M A N? Let me let me pronounce that again. Albumen. <laughs> Albumen. A L B U M E N. Correct. First try. That is hilarious. He got it. How about Esquamulos? (laughs) (laughs) Your word is Esquamulos. The definition is 1962. (laughs) 1962. I don't know what these. Oh, oh, winning, winning national spelling bee words. Somebody won in 1962 on Esquamulos. <laughs> I would have smacked him in the face. Like, what the fuck are you asking me to spell? <laughs> People are watching. Esquamulos. Is that E-S-Q-U-I? No. What? What are these words? No, it's not. Smaragdine? Smaragdine? I'm just going to look at this one. What the fuck (laughs) word is this? It's not a word. These these are not words. Imagine getting told. They're not words. These are not real words. (laughs) I'm telling you, I can't even pronounce the first one. I don't know why Albumin gave me so much work. I'm so slow. Albumin. I don't know. It's a weird one. Well, you can say it, and it like... It sounds a few ways. My dad was in a spelling bee when he was a kid right. with uh, with my <laughs> uncle, Alex Bear's father, and uh, he had the word bus. <laughs> bus, <laughs> like like the three letter word, or like bus, buzz, like yeah. bust it down. Uh, <laughs> I think it was just the the vehicle, and uh, he spelled it B U S S. Oh! Look at these words. <laughs> Ontologia. Ontologia. <laughs> Elucuberate. Elucuberate. Nineteen eighty. Yeah. Antediluvian. Vivis, sepulture. The act of burying someone alive. Famous people terrified of being buried alive, also known as taphophobia. I feel like another great spelling word. Yeah, okay. Hans Christian Andersen, George Washington, and Frederick Chopin. 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 Chariot Wow. <laughs> these are fucking made up things. Prospicience. Um <laughs> these are good. these are upsetting me personally. I don't, li- I don't like these. What's and you know what the I feel so slow for missing that first one now. Like that one should have been a given. Yeah, albumin, like that's <laughs> that's a Why slam dunk. These ones first. Canadal. <laughs> A small controversy <laughs> followed the 2013 spelling bee, which 13-year-old Arvind V. 
Mahankalia won by smelling canadal, which is a type of dumpling <laughs> that's often canadal. eating, uh, eaten during Passover. Can, is it canadal? Oh, it's, it's a Yiddish word, I guess. Is it can- Are you Jewish? Passover? No, I'm not. <gasps> no. I mean, I don't know. Pe- uh, what, uh, Pentecostal or what? Um, now I'm kind of more so non-denominational. Yeah, I, I grew up non-denominational. <laughs> See, I grew up Pentecostal, but it's like, the non-denominational world has like, me, my favorite part about church is the worship aspect, and the way non-denominational has started to been moving, it's really open to yeah, other different genres. To that. Yeah, Yeah, Church of Christ, uh, <sighs> no, no instruments. I don't I get it. Do. I don't get why that's a... Instruments change everything. Yeah. yeah. I went to a, uh, a House of Blues gospel brunch once in Chicago. Oh, no. Oh. Chicago House of Blues. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. It was fucking gas. It was, it was great. It was like a really good experience. Like, it, I don't know. It made me feel more, like, uh, in tune with, like, the whole situation, like, what was happening than, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. More like straightforward. Like I grew up, like like you go, you know, you sit in the pew and you like have your thing, and it's like and the, and they're the, just like talking. The, the priest and is all like reading, and, and now yeah. it's time to drink the wine. <laughs> drink up on the wine. The bells ring. Like all right, you okay. know what year it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can handle going. that. Yeah, the non-denominational vibe is like a. It's interesting, but like, depending on like where you're at. You can feel like the there's like an over effort to be like cool and like hip with it. Hmm. At least that was that is the, the vibe that that I kind of gathered. I mean, but it like it all really depends upon who's leading, right? Sure, right. Like if the right energy of a person is leading, mm-hmm. then it actually works out for the benefit. Yeah, mm. yeah. What's uh, what's the vibe like? Uh, at the the church you you play with, so I play it in his presence. Already within the name, that just goes to show you the type of vibe. Right yeah. there, like honestly, playing with the band, like so many people. When we all really lock in when we're playing, one of the most type of fun mm. to ever have while playing an instrument. Because everyone's really just feeling the music and just clicking, just locking in. It's a different feeling, like when you're when it's a, it all goes back to like being in sync, mm-hmm. you know, being on the same page, and just like I don't know, like I mean, it's a physical thing, it's like a mental thing, it's like you're you know, it's a lot of like exertion it at is. once. It's a <clears throat> spiritual thing. Yeah, yeah, it really is. You know, it is. Yeah, I literally get to practice my chords no more than two two and a half hours. Yeah. Before I'm performing the song. Yeah. And, like, really, that's just me just getting comfortable with, like, knowing, like, oh, okay, this is where we're going to be doing bridge, this is where we're going to be doing chorus, the prelude, like, just doing everything. Mm-hmm. And then being able to translate what you're learning to then playing with the rest of the band and just everybody all just syncing on knowing how it should go. Yeah. And just having fun with it. Mm. Mm. D- does that, like, experience, has that, like, uh like shaped your spirituality at all or um well for me i felt my way of connecting through my own spirituality was through worship cuz i've always loved music but it's like for me i want to 
work my way into the music industry, but really not get jaded on all the different things that are out there. Mm-hmm. I want to walk through with like just a pure energy, mm-hmm. and so I'm just to show I'm not trying to be seeking all of the negative right stuff that comes with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what do you identify as like some of the the negative aspects of you know that like uh, that hunger for success and I guess the music industry in particular. Um, the ones that revolve around the use of narcotics revolve around heavy usage of violence or disrespect. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's really not needed. That's really not art. Cause like I, I do respect and enjoy gangster rap, but it's gotta be the right kind. If it's like everyone's doing it and they're really just like, I like you don't think it's hard like rapping about the person you killed. Right. Like, mm. right. It's like, well, I think like, uh, there are, there are certain like, uh, like subsects of that genre that like come from like a genuine place and like, you know, are like a reflection of the environment in which some of these folks have like come up in. And then you see a lot of people, who like aren't really about that, kind of just trying to like emulate exactly, and, and so it's like it's it's really not needed. Yeah, like it doesn't show the true art form of what mm-hmm. rap is, because mm-hmm. if you're not attaching rap, really derived off of slam and spoken word. Mm-hmm. Because you put an instrumental to those performances, and you got yourself a whole mixtape. Right, right. Yeah, it's um, but like it, it it sells, you know, is a thing, and that's, I guess, why a lot of people, I guess, uh, try to like pander to like that, like type of vibe or something. I don't know what's uh, what's like your I guess philosophy on like what what you're trying to like emit like uh when when you are like making your music <clears throat> like how does that serve like i don't know the, like the, the big picture i gotta take these off the big picture like what you're trying to say you know um right like no yeah, how does I that serve you. like your uh like the practice you know yeah for me it's really i don't want to be promoting anything negative like, if it's not the stuff that I can legally do and there's nothing wrong with what it is, I'm not going to be rapping about stuff that I can't do. And, like, mm. that just comes off demeaning and just wrong. That's just not who I am. Like, I know I can do it as a character, but I don't want to be portraying that type of character. Right. Mm. That's yeah. just nothing of being another role for me. But right. I don't want to play those roles. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I feel that. Uh, I used to be a little potential uh, the rap star, uh, number maybe number one rapper. Number one in the I put yeah. <laughs> House. But Calabasas. it's, it's uh, no. like it, like it was kind of like a character and like a kind of like a caricature of you know some of the hedonistic tendencies and just like hip hop at large. But at the same time, and 
down goes One Frazier. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say. It wasn't, like, that far off from, like, you know, the uh, practices that I was putting in place myself. So it, like, went into, like, like a... Like weird territory where like is it satire or is it real and then like you know it's just kind of like corrosive uh through the process of like you know trying to like come up with a character because you kind of get like sucked in you to can the character. yeah you and know? i would rather take a like a satirical standpoint to it if i were to do those roles right mm-hmm. right because then it would be like okay now i can actually have fun with this yeah yeah, but it, it it can be dangerous when it's like the the line between satire is like kind of being straddled, and uh, it's like you like like in your intellectualism, you would want to say like, yes, this is satire, but like, is it though, really? Or like, that's how it was for me. I mean, it just depends on the execution. It's only satire if you if it's executed properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just a jackass. Like, you're just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you uh, have you had any experience spitting bars? I have. It's been a minute since I spit bars, but well, we got a freestyle ready for you. Nah, just oh, kidding. Right. <laughs> oh, that's like that's on the spot. Oh, yeah, we could have. We could have. When y'all upgrade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, we we have had uh, on Josh's episode, we had a little uh, surprise freestyle ready to go. I should have known. I, I didn't. I didn't realize you mm-hmm. participated. I participate. Uh, I'm not saying we couldn't make it happen. We could. It would just require a break in the action. <laughs> so, we had to have a break for Josh's too, but we edited it out. So all we have to do is be like. Oh, and I found one. He's got the intro. Here he goes. The intro goes, just feel the beat, man. Yeah. James Cohen. What's your rap name, James? You know what it do. I don't know what it do. (laughs) (laughs) JC, Jesus Uh. Christ. It's a name, Samaj, a motherfucker tripping through Cause it's nice to blige, you know why? I'm black as fuck, a motherfucker sideways Pushing to the south side, you know I'm for the five days Hold up, I'm going down for my eight shit Push it coming back with the valley cause you heat shit, you know why? Cause I'm a young to the telly Want to see me coming around cause he hit him like I'm Philly Hey, switch down when I hit it with the double cross Motherfucker getting loose cause you knocked your socks Pull him up and hit the shoot to this young three Motherfucker slam cause you wanna be like me Hey, put shoot when I hit it with the KJ Motherfucker three slacks cause you baby You know why? Cause I'ma hit it cause the Dougie A young bitch doing cause you knew cause you fuzzy Hey, and I'ma hit it with the Snuggie Cause you hit it with the buggy Hey, <laughs> we hit it with the Dougie Nah, slippy and you shucky, hey Shaka shaka rock, hey Shaka shaka rock, hey Shaka shaka rock, hey Hey, hey, you know why, hey I'm both pushing through the one to the kick flip Put you down cause you need it here to see the shit I'm gonna skate into the young vibe Push you cause you burbank and you know I'm finna time to fly I'm like Martin McFly, we shooting double dutch Cause you know I'm supplying, you know why I'm gonna hit it and just, aww <laughs> that was impressive that he went on for a while. It was wow. Like, oh, uh, uh, what? Yeah, uh, uh, yo, yo, yo. 
James Cowart. Did he go to Howard? I meant Howard. I'm Dwight Howard. I got the power, but not white power. Everyone knows don't mess me with a coward. Yes, I'm the best rapper. And I'm a failed trapper. Bad at dealing weed. But if you got it, I have what you need. Yeah, I got Molly and Ecstasy. Girls don't want to have sex with me. What you gonna do? Nothing. Everyone knows that I just be bumbling through uh, these raps and all this shit. Yeah. Everyone knows that uh, I'm down with the shits, hey. but I don't have uh, a gun. I am hey. the son of a hey. man who ran for governor hey. in 1990. <laughs> I get girls. I get heinies. Uh-huh. Everyone <laughs> knows I like Heineken. Yeah. Everyone knows that I am a ramen hey. kid. Yeah. Modelo Negra. Everyone knows I have the flavor. Hey. Yeah, like I'm Flavor Flav. A tribe called Quest try to scout me, but then... No, they didn't. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> um, you just... Uh, a few more remarks. Fuck with me. I am the best. I'm about to squeeze girl's grass. No! Unless it's consensual, everyone knows I'm the master of the sensual. Yes, I am my own sensei. Everyone knows I am like Mente, uh, um, Mente Lee retarded. I started my own business and then I started like I'm the shit. Holy shit, you don't want to mess with me. Everyone knows that I am the best of me and the best of you. Everyone knows that you don't want to mess with you because you are you. I am like R2. What? Everyone knows you don't want to be Yo, motherfucker. Yo, uh, yo, Qui-Gon Jin, Obi-Wan Kenobi, yo, man, you don't know me. I've been the best rapper since thereafter. I mean, you know that Matt Damon movie? Everyone knows I'll get your girl's boobies. Oh, no. Then I'll take her to the movies, and then we'll go out for a smoothie. Jamba Juice, you don't want this truce because I'm better at fighting with you. Uh... I should stop. (laughs) 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 What? This man's spitting just bars, alright? Yo, yo, straight bars. Like I'm overdosing Xanax. Everyone knows that I don't like Plan B. I like Plan X. That's when you get abortion, but then you don't have enough for the portion. Yeah, I got a Porsche. Everyone knows I'm gonna go to... Abu Dhabi, and then I'll have intercourse with your mommy. Yo, mom, don't watch this. Everyone knows that I am so righteous. I meant righteous. Oh my gosh, this is some white shit. White shit. The beat's fading. Okay. Hi. Well, that was fun. I'm sorry for anyone I offended. Let's just keep it going here. Um, Rolling. Yeah, we can always um, work with that. I just want to apologize. Uh, Shouldn't have said. Any of that, really. Probably none of it was true. I mean, but that's just reminiscent of what Lil Potential was. Yeah, it really was. It's Reminisce it, over Lil Potential. Come on now. Like, he was just paying homage to it. Mm, mm. it it's, Lil Potential is what happens when the inhibitions go, you know? It's like the... The super ego just spreading its wings and you just release like, your inhibitions. We're, you we're just going to fly. We're, we're just going to yeah. fly. There's there's no uh, no ceilings to fly underneath. It's just chaos. It's just chaos. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't need to make sense. 
See, yours kind of had a truthful grounding to it, and mine was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Completely lacking truthful grounding. No, no, it was. No. It was. I said all the things about boobies and breasts. I've never even a lot seen about one. boobies. A lot about breasts. <laughs> I'm not, I haven't seen one. Except in the picture shows. No, nah, except in the pictures. It's all, right. it's all good. Yeah. And that ain't, that ain't no problem. <laughs> ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Oh, that, 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 that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Nah. Oh, my God. Nah. Classic. Classic. <laughs> oh, my God. But I don't think that it would fly in his presence. Oh, oh yeah, definitely not. <laughs> no, no, yeah, that, that's a dub. I'm gonna tell you now. No, no yeah, that's a dub. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? May if I like refined the? I mean, the flow was there at some points here and there, but mostly the it flow? was. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what, the content, <laughs> the content <laughs> might not fly. Nah. Content, that's the thing. It's like, you know, I, I I like to spit bars, but curating. The chaos can be, uh, you know, it's just, you know, you gotta, you gotta check yourself before you destroy yourself. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta check yourself before you wreck yourself. Okay, yeah, Ice Cube, um, I see where you're trying to go. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. When was the closest you came to wrecking yourself? To wrecking oh. myself. Like, what brought about a big change? Like, oh, I gotta change this up before I. You know, really go down the wrong path in any application. Hmm. You know, that it would have to be. There's no uh, way that's kind of it's kind of a grim. It's kind of grim. It's kind of grim. That's a. I mean, I said all that stuff. So all right, but it's you just like your that. A billion I mean, I I really had the big change when my homie had killed himself. Mm. Dang. It's like my sophomore year, I was like, damn. Like, he really made me see things and really understand. Because, like, Haiki growing up the way I did, while I was everybody's age, I felt older and experience-wise just mm. from what I was exposed to. Seeing a lot of shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, but, like, my mom killing himself, that was just like, whoa. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I would imagine it would be, like, uh, sobering. Yeah, sobering mm-hmm. and like, I don't know, I guess kind of, I guess just like kind of embrace, you know, uh, every moment, you know, I yeah. imagine. And like everything, everything will all work out in the end. And mm-hmm. like, honestly, if you're going through something, it's really good to seek help because mm-hmm. for the route that you might be thinking, it's really not the necessary route and it really does affect a lot of people around. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I feel like it's so easy to like get trapped in just like one like way of thinking. It's like you build a narrative for yourself and it's like within this narrative, like I'm done, you know, but there are like a million different narratives that you can like operate within. So mm-hmm. like when you find yourself at the end of one path, there's no reason you can't just like Pick switch over to yeah, something yeah, else. Exactly. And it it's you know, it's terrible when like, you know, someone finds themselves in that place and they can't like recognize that, you know, there's like a bigger like mechanism working than just like what you have in your mind. It's like mm. 
it's 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 beyond you. You the know, whole world of influence. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, and like you're right, it does. It does like affect everyone around you. Like uh, when you're just like trapped in your head all the time, you can feel like uh, like disconnected from like you know the interconnectivity mm-hmm. of it all. And it's like it's like a very like isolating place to be in. Like I've been there too. I feel like everyone kind of like gets in that place at some point or another. But just so you know, Piers and Beers audience, we out here. You got people around you that care about you. So don't feel like you're you're in this on your own. You know, everyone's on their own path. Mm-hmm. And you know, you build that like you know uh, mythology for yourself, that narrative, but. Just because that path doesn't work out just like you want it to doesn't mean that's the end of things. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's so many different ways to handle it. And you can still make that path work. Right. You know? Right. Some things, you just gotta, a, a lot of things take time, you know? And, yeah. you know, it's just like, I don't know. If you're, if you're in a place where, I don't know, like you said, things don't seem like, uh, they could get me better, well, or they could get me worse. It's like, well, at least things will only get better. Mm-hmm. Why did I massacre that? This is the thought I had the other day. <laughs> I was like, thank God, things won't get worse than they. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but to 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 bring it back around though, like for, from like a, I don't know, to to even even to Loki, like tie things into purebred. Like I feel like that's kind of in its in its uh, its threads, you know, not to. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a clothing line. Yeah. <laughs> Buy the clothes. Um, but like, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of uh, part of its part of its goal, part of its message. Like, of uh, it, it's it's been very inspiring and kind of like a uh, a call to action to just like I don't know, just like live your best life and like give give whatever it is that you love. Like, give it the uh, the time and attention and like be willing to put your whole self into it. You know, and like, and like, and then that in itself is like pretty inspiring, just like kind of committing to like what it is that you like love to do, you know, mm-hmm. and like realizing that, like, I don't know, I don't know, it's it's, it's quite heavy, but it's like you only get one of these things, yeah, you know, why right. not, like, mm-hmm. why not really fucking, Maximize, yeah, right. like give it all you've got for whatever it is that you mm-hmm. care about, yeah, it's however really that looks, yeah. and that can be many things, mm-hmm. you know, just don't give up, that is the whole mission of it. If it seems hard, keep pushing. It's hard for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. You you seen this uh, this like Kobe Bryant commercial with with Kanye? Uh, like Kanye's like God damn. Like I have a Grammy, you know, and I'm doing all this stuff. It's like what what else do I need to do? What else can I do? And Kobe's like, you need to do more. Because I feel like damn. so 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 many people are like. Uh, they, they, they feel that what they've done merits some sort of return. And maybe, maybe, maybe you have done enough, but, like... What even uh, is that return, though? Like, what, what, what like, defines... Right. Well, like, I feel, how I feel can like you, that satisfaction will never be more... It's, I think... Right, like, like, there will always be... You will always need more satisfaction. Right. But, like, I think, like, the Mamba mentality... You know, all reverence to him. It's 
the idea of like being in love with the process mm-hmm. and and not not operating just on the basis of getting that return. It's like it's just doing it for the process right, within itself. Right, right. Loving and, and, what you do, not loving what that gives you. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and like pursuing yeah. that like excellence. It's like to give gifts and expect yeah. gifts in return. Right. Like yeah. Like you don't want to buy a gift expecting a gift. No. That's a terrible mentality. Anything from it, frankly, right? Like yeah. if, you th- if you get down to it, it's like mm-hmm. there, there shouldn't be any expectation as a result. It's like the act, right? Yeah. Right. You know. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but there there are a lot of Too people much. that um, operate in that way, and it's like, <laughs> um, you know, people are products of their environments, and some people grow up entitled. And they feel that they deserve a certain thing. When, like, really, like, we don't deserve anything, you know? Like, yeah, we are given life, and then it's, like, ours to do with it what we will. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it's a flip or a switch that needs to be, like, flipped in a lot of people where it's, like, uh, you're not guaranteed anything in this life. So make the most of it. So what do you want to do? What do you how do how do you want to make the most of it? What 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 is this uh grind into the future look like for you, James Coward? The fourth? The third. The third. If I have a son, he will be the fourth. Yes, he will. But my goal <laughs> like end goal or like just ones leading up to the goal. Let's mm. let's do both. Start with the ladder. The ladder. In my life, I would like to run for president of the United States. Wow. You heard it here. Maybe not first, but you heard it here. I've heard it before. I've heard it before, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> I definitely, that's, to me, that seems really fun. I wouldn't, if anything, what a president essentially is, is just an entertainer. Donald Trump told us that. <laughs> Being yeah. the president is really just being an entertainer. It's just knowing how to take what's really going on and being able to present it to the public mm. and being effective with what you're trying to get across and in turn what you're trying to portray. Yeah, like can you spread your message as far as possible? Like can, how many people can you convince? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Not that that would be as, you know, yeah. not not your take behind it, you know. But it's just like, it, it just but goes like, to show you the extreme. Like, yeah. I already got to learn one side of the extreme without even having to invest any time into that. Right. So now I'm like, cool, that's the extreme that, personally, I wouldn't want to try. Yeah. So now I was like, what I'm planning, like, along the way is like, I want to get a law degree. I don't want to pay for the said law degree. So my only options is to get scholarships. Very difficult to do. And, like, in the meantime, I'll still have to work. Mm -hmm. Or I'm thinking about doing the Air Force. Mm. And with that, I can start myself at a much higher rank solely because I have a degree and be able to do, like, really cool stuff with the branches and trade for getting more experience, possibly doing stuff with aerospace. I'm really interested in aerospace, like, Space mm. has always been something I loved growing up. I love planes. I just love flying. Like being exploration into the greater unknown is what cur- is is my curiosity. Mm. Wow. 
Right. That yeah. that's a very uh, you could be sound philosophy. President of the universe, bro. <laughs> <laughs> could be president of outer space. <laughs> what do you president think of Mars? What do you think of uh, space force? Dog, I think that's the coolest thing ever. At the yeah. end of the day, now, that's the most American thing. That's actually pretty cool. Like the end of the day, who else can say? Space we have force. a space force, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Like, as it, like, somebody pisses off America, America's all going to stand we'll together. We'll greet them. We'll be like, "This is our like, space force." You. Like, we'll yeah. put we'll put what we have against each other. Fuck you, bro. That's the thing. That's the thing. You know, lots of people have their gripes with um, just like America in general and just the investment in military, but. At the end of the day, when you carry the biggest stick, it it's like, who off. is going to But I mean, ma- with you? America was also stick. built on bloodshed. Yeah, I've heard of, I've heard of that. I've read like, about America that was once. not a peaceful union ship. No, it was not. Uh, I know about some uh, elements of our history that uh, <clears throat> are not very pretty. Not very pretty, indeed. Like, I really wish, like... Why is Black History taught only for one section of the year and not really talked about in the American history? Do you do you have like a a problem with like there just being like a Black History Month? Because I I watched this uh, Morgan Freeman video and he's like against Black History Month in the sense that it's like. Black history is American history. It is. It should be, you know. Taught just year-round alongside with the product. Right. Like, the coldest statement I've ever heard is the winners write history books. Mm. And just solely with the understanding that our history books are written where African-Americans only covered in a small section is very disproportionate. Right. Because, like, my ancestors were used to essentially build out the start of the nation. No, it it's true. And there's, like, uh, like, a large portion of, like, United States citizens that's, like, history is, like, uh, predated by, you know, no, Africans living in the United States. Like, the Irish, for example, their lineage in the United States does not go back, like, nearly as far as African Americans. No. Yeah, it's... it's uh, do you, like, find, like, within the black community, uh, there can be, like, sometimes a... I guess, like, a tepidness to, like, embrace, like, uh, American identity? Um, I mean, it's just who we are, because at the end of the day, we don't know where we come from now. Right. It's gotten to the point, like... You're stripped of that. Yeah. We don't know our true identity. Mm. And what's crazy to think about is, like, now they're charging you just to find out what your ethnic makeup is. Right. It's like, that's just a huge slap to the face. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. One could say it's fucked up. I just did. Mm-hmm. That shit fucked up. Very true. Never really thought about it that way, like the whole like twenty three and me thing. 
It's like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, why, I, why should I need a service to tell me, you know, yeah. where, where I'm from, you know? But beyond that, it's like, yeah. you know, it's, a, it's, it's, like, it's like a, oh, go ahead. Well, yeah. like, a, like a, as a black person, it just kind of gets like bottled up. It's like one thing. It's like, ah, you're just African. Yeah. It's like you're African-American. Yeah. Cool. You don't, you don't, you don't get that like lineage. Like I know that I'm like German and Irish, which is like, you know, the same like clump of landmass that Africa is just like in like. A more southern region, but you get that distinction because you know everything is like traced out and there's like you know records kept, whereas not so much. Yeah, like the furthest I can trace my lineage back is the Italian side of my dad's side of the family. I can trace it back to where they immigrated to the U.S. Mm. So you're Italiano. <laughs> yeah, that I know. Like, I got Sicilian blood in me, for sure. Oh, word. Word. Yeah, yeah you guys yeah. are pretty much brothers, right? Yeah. <laughs> would you, would you wouldn't happen image. to know, like, where in Sicily, would you? Nope. No? I did not get the no. opportunity to actually, like, sit and talk to my great-grandfather. Yeah, yeah. No, I just I just, just know, from, know from stories. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Dang. Yeah. Well, Sicily. Word to Sicily. I'll go someday. Yeah, I want to go. Someday. I want to do a yeah. European, like, trip or tour. Yeah. And yeah. I do, like, two to three weeks. Yeah, yeah. I would love to do that. Yeah. Like, all I need is to go with, like, a week and some change worth of clothes. I'm good yeah, for my yeah. mm-hmm. trip. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. And once you're there, like, you can pop around. Mm-hmm. Pretty, yeah, between hostels and then when I want to, I can do a hotel if mm-hmm. I really need to de-stress. Yeah, yeah. But I doubt I will. Yeah. Piers and beers. We're taking it on the road. On the road. <laughs> We're going to get that coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it. Flights are cheaper now, though. Yes. Flights All we got to do is wash our hands and we Gucci. Yeah. It's 100 bucks to Hawaii. Alaska wow. Airlines, right, right now? now? What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Check that out. And then flights to Italy. I saw like $260. Flights to Italy are you right now. From LA? From LA. What the f- Whoa. What? Dude, let's Yo, go to Italy I high tomorrow. Key, I high-key got, like, my flights for the East Coast. It'll pretty much be, like, a week trip. 260 out of Burbank. Wow. Wow. Damn. That's nice. Like, I can shit. literally leave my car at home and just take a quick five-minute Uber. Wow, yeah. There you go. Damn. Yeah, have, have you planned shit out... In advance, you can you can get uh, pretty affordable tickets, but like uh, especially now, coronavirus. Thank you, coronavirus. You are it's, giving us it's just cheap natural selection. Thank you. <laughs> the best hoax of all time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fake I don't know. News. Hey, I mean, y'all just need dying. to wash your hands. The, yeah, the flu kills it. more people. That's that's just it. wash your hands. Y'all are disgusting. Just buying well, all the hand sanitizer, <laughs> not touching soap. It seems like the y'all big nasty. deal. The big deal is like all oh, people with like weakened immune systems could be like fucked, basically. So, like, I mean, I would feel for, like, there are people with, like, diseases that, like, weaken their immune system, which, like, those folks, we got to protect those motherfuckers. But in general, I feel like the average, like, healthy person, like, I feel like we just need to go the extra mile for the people who would be at most at risk. I feel like the whole world doesn't have to be in fucking chaos. Yeah. You know what? 
coronavirus, I'm looking at you right now. If you're watching the podcast, bring it on. Come at me. Fuck you, coronavirus. Get inside me, baby. I mean, it just hits like the flu, and then you're right, good. Right, right. I mean, That's like, what I hear. Yeah, like if, you have, if you're not old and you don't have a super weak immune system, right. it's going to hit you like the flu. Yeah. Right. So I'm I like the hullabaloo is kind of lost on me. They're like, but what if everybody gets it? It's like, does everybody get the flu? But then again, we have flu shots. So there but are people who are vaccinated for it. Or not vaccinated. But that's like, just because yeah. now we're able to, like, provide a vaccine for it. I'm, gonna I'm knock on pretty wood. sure after Corona, because there's definitely a way for Corona to grow to be a very dangerous type of virus. Yeah. So I hope a private company goes into it with the aspect of not trying to do it for profit. And Ooh, just wipe it out. Yeah, just like, and really just dedicate research into making wow. sure it doesn't grow big. Just make it readily available. Because it's That's a up. great idea. Oh, the the healthcare system is it's big, big pharma. America oh, does healthcare so gourd. badly. Yeah. So badly. Why do we pay hundreds of dollars to still pay more money on top? As I, a discount. I don't know. As a discount. I'm not, uh, I'm not covered. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm not covered. Are you covered? Through PEP? For, no, right now it's still through my dad's insurance. Okay. That's what I'm kind of thinking about the Air Force is like, I could learn new stuff, but also I'll be provided health insurance. And then when I come out, I will have health insurance. And then if I stay longer, I possibly a pension. Just for a really quick amount of time. Yeah. Four years, it goes by, like... Very quickly. It really does. It really does. I remember when I was four years old. 9-11. Anyway, James... <laughs> Word. How can our listeners keep up with you and uh, your grind and everything you've got going on? And purebred. And purebred. You can follow the business at Purebred Los Angeles on Instagram. And you can follow me at James Elijah One. We will put that on the screen actually. Wow. Isn't this video feature great? What? You should share this with all your friends. And enemies. And enemies. Yeah. Because then you can follow me at James, James Elijah, Elijah One. one. Let's do Any it. Any relation to Hakeem? Um, actually, that's how I got that name. Well, you are Haitian, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is uh, Hakeem, right? 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 I'm pretty sure. No. I don't think Hakeem was. I'm pretty sure he sure? is. I'm pretty sure he I is. I the internet. I'm pretty We're going to have to cut this out. <laughs> no, I think he is. And you should be repping him. I have a jersey, though. Oh, fuck. You know what? I think I'm thinking of Patrick Ewing. Am I thinking of Patrick Ewing? Yeah, I might be full of shit. Here, I'll spell it for you. Uh, there you go. No, yeah. Thank you. No, I'm thinking of Patrick Ewing. Right? Right? Gotta get rid of this. It's Patrick Ewing. He's from 
in the Jamaica. Game. So I'm wrong Very on wrong. all accounts. White. I'm sure there's someone famous from Haiti, James. Oh, yeah, Co-work. White Clef. Usher. Yeah, White yeah. yeah. true, yeah. true. Mm-hmm. White Clef Jean, yeah. He... Kodak. Kodak, black? Wow. I didn't even know. Yeah, Haitians are low-key, like, really big in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. We'll we'll have a spinoff podcast on that subject. Oh, of course, yeah. Specifically. That can get more fun. But uh, in conclusion... (laughs) In conclusion, uh, the way we wrap up the episode, we have our guests pick a note at which to sing... Thank to harmonize, you. and then we harmonize with you. We go down the line. So you pick the first note, and then we'll go like one, two, three. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So it's like building bass up. Uh-huh. Yeah, just like hold it up. Thank you. Thank. So oh, you hold gotta, it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta hold it up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. That was good. That was.